Podcasting from the CRW studio, this is the Two Drink Minimum with your hosts, Henny and Patron. Cheers, college football fanatics, and welcome to the Two Drink Minimum. I am Dan Patron, and with me as always is Kevin Hennigan. It's championship week, and tonight we preview the Big Ten Championship. Wisconsin's looking for revenge, while Ohio State is looking to finish what it started. Our analysis, picks, and more next on the Two Drink Minimum. Yes, that's a screwdriver in a box. I said you struggled there a little bit. It's a screwdriver I opened it with. Give me a break. That's impressive. Give me a break. Uh, So, Kevin... Now that I'm thinking clear-headed and not blinded by PJ Flex effervescence, lousy, charismatic PJ Fleck ruining my picks. Uh, sorry, Paul Christ. I will never ever doubt you again until you pick this. Maybe game. this podcast. <laughs> um, give it 12 minutes. Give it. <laughs> the uh, the beer that we have for tonight, we have Killer Pills from Voodoo Brewery. In, uh, I'll look for the I'll look for where it's from, from while you tell man. me about this. It's from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. There yeah. you go. Yeah, Voodoo it's... Brewery from Pennsylvania. The Killapills. I like Imperial Voodoo. Imperial Lager. Nice. Yeah. That's something a little different. I don't something know if I've had one like different. that before. All right, so you were getting into Ohio State-Wisconsin. You just told me that the spread for this game is almost – it's 16 and a half points Ohio State is favored by. Ohio State, the number one team in the country – According to the college football playoff rankings that came out today, Wisconsin sitting there at number eight. I don't think Wisconsin can be ruled out of the playoff. They would need some things to happen, obviously, in front of them. But this has uh, some huge implications here. Ohio State, could they lose and still get in? Just win and take care of business has to be their approach here. 16 and a half is huge. It's going to be the running game of Wisconsin and that running def- uh, that run defense for Ohio State, who's going to win that matchup? That's what I'm looking at here coming into this game. I, you know, what I'm looking at, Kevin, is when I when I look at this game, I see it, it's – they say that it's tough to beat a team twice in one season, right? It, I thought it was that, tough to beat a team three that's times. That's always what they say. It, it's tough to beat a team twice. It's tough to beat a th- uh, team three times. What, then why it, haven't the Bills beat the Patriots? <laughs> If it's tough to beat a team twice in a season, well, why do the Patriots win the AFC East every single well, that's year? Well, exact, that's exactly my point, I, I, is I think that that only stands for you know equally talented teams or, or close to equally talented teams, which I don't think that this is what we have here. I agree. You know, it, not to give away the drama, you know, click, they just turned us off. Not to give away the drama, but if you take a look at that first meeting, 38 to seven it's at the horseshoe but does does where that game is played change this game that much kevin i mean jonathan taylor went for 54 yards on 20 carries you know two point something yards per carry i don't know you're the math guy they held him in check and jack cohen couldn't couldn't get it done on the other side of things jk dobbin goes 20 carries 163 yards and two touchdowns my guy master teague the third, you know I'm a big Master Teague, the third guy. This is his best he, game of the season, wasn't it? Yeah, it was by far his best game of the season. J.K. Dobbins, Master Teague, and Justin Fields combined for 263 yards rushing that day while holding Jonathan Taylor to 54 yards. So it, it, 
what's changed? What's going to change? The noise does, I think, factor in a little bit. The D-line, Chase Young had a huge day the last time they played. When you have that crowd noise, I'm not sure what it's going to be like at Lucas Oil on Saturday night. The house of Peyton built. But that, um, I think that crowd has a little bit to do with things in terms of how the offense has to uh, communicate at the line. There's probably a few things they can talk about, but not all of a sudden this is going to be a tight game. I don't see it playing out like that. The Chase Young situation will be interesting to see what he's able to do. Michigan had a nice game plan with him. They were able to limit Chase Young's impact there. The, the, Chase Young had a field day against Wisconsin, though. He had four sacks in that game. He did. And that a couple forced him, fumbles. That launched him into that conversation of will he beat the record, and then he ended up getting suspended uh, for taking money from his rich uncle. But um, that uh, that this was the game that launched him into that conversation, will he beat Terrell Suggs' record. And I think you had him beating that record. I did, but you, you go back. You can't call me out on that. I mean, how am I supposed to know that? <laughs> you brought it up. What Uncle, do you want me to do? Uncle Moneybags. I said we. You had to say me. Yeah. Then Uncle Moneybags, you know, let him borrow $80,000. I'd love to get suspended for being given money from a rich uncle. <laughs> like, I would take a two-game suspension if I'm Chase Young. Like, that's. I wish that would happen to me. Yeah, watch your Christmas presents this year, man. I'm like, okay you, with that. You're not allowed to do the two-drink minimum because – you took presents from Uncle Jimmy. You brought up the talent, though, and I think that is the difference here. When you look at the talent on these two rosters, Ohio State is, has superior talent to Wisconsin. You thought the running back would have been far and away coming into the season advantage for Wisconsin, not the way J.K. Dobbins is playing. Is Fields so banged up that he is not going to be able to run like he has been? They're not going to need him to run like he has been, but – they get Sean Wade back. He should be playing. You add him to a secondary that Michigan was able to do a few nice things. Shea Patterson goes over 300, but Wisconsin doesn't have the quarterback or the receivers. And I, I, I just said Sean Wade. Let's bring him up again. Now that guy is an NFL defensive back. You add him in there with Akuda and Arnett. Those three guys are going to be able to shut down the Wisconsin receivers. I don't think Cephas and A.J. Taylor, those guys are good, but they're not great. They're, the Michigan receivers are much better. Michigan receivers are much better. you got Nico Collins and you have uh, Donovan Jones people, both of those guys, highly recruited guys, potential NFL guys. And you talked about the, the talent, though, here between these two teams, Wisconsin, Ohio State. Bottom line is – you know, I get it that it doesn't always mean, you know, whoever has the most NFL guys is going to win. Whoever has the most five-star recruits is going to win. But when you look at these teams, there's just too much depth, too much talent across the boards. It's at all levels. It's at the two deep besides four quarterback. And, and quarterback is that one position. You mentioned Justin Fields being banged up, and I think that that's the only question mark you would have about this Ohio State team. If Justin Fields is banged up, if he is hurt, if he has to come out of this game, that's the one place where Ohio State doesn't have this too deep that scares you. I think they could lose any other guy. You know, I, I, look, nobody wants to lose J.K. Dobbins. He might be the first running back taken, but behind him is Master Teague the third. Right. Behind Justin Fields is a guy playing for the Heisman in LSU and another guy trashing locker rooms at the U. So you have, you know, these guys all transfer. Allegedly. Allegedly. These guys all transfer. So is Gunnar Hoke Brady Hoke's kid? Or no? 
you got to look that up. I don't know. I just yeah. know like Gunnar Hoke's on that roster, but I don't think he's even the backup. Is, he's your third string guy. Is Gunnar his 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 name or his nickname? No, it's his name. He's Gunnar. named Gunnar. Okay. Yes. Uh, he was born in 1994. Then. Well, we know how Ohio State recruits. We've talked about their names this year, so I'm not surprised they have a quarterback named Gunnar. So uh, as I so as I look at their depth and their talent, there is a huge talent disparity here between uh, Wisconsin and Ohio State but quarterback is the one spot that could bite them Kevin I went through their roster and looked not including freshmen and sophomores who are not eligible for the NFL draft in 2020 Ohio State has 15 legit NFL prospects on their roster for the 2020 draft to the number one team in the country Uh, uh, that includes potential number one pick Chase Young Potential top 10 pick, almost actually a lock of a top 10 pick, pretty much cornerback Jeffrey Akuda, and potential number one running back J.K. Dobbins. That's a loaded roster. Right. So uh, to your point with talent, you know, Ohio State's got the talent, but can Wisconsin do anything? Right. What's it, the blueprint? What's the blueprint? What can they do? What can they do differently? And I'm going to let you take this point because you made it last week. I did. I watched shows leading up to that Wisconsin-Minnesota game. Did not hear Talking Head mention this, except I heard you mention this. They were doing some little different stuff. They were coming away from that running game. What did you see last week that may be a blueprint for what they could do differently the last time they lost to uh, Ohio State? Because you saw it before before it happened. You saw it coming, and then it happened. I honestly think it's going to be more on the defense. The the Wisconsin offense, they have they, they've showed it the last few weeks, so there is film on them. They're doing a little bit with the jet sweeps and a little bit with the wildcat. But as I was trying to come up Reverses, with versus screen yeah, passes, as I'm coming, it, it, Taylor in the passing game has been significant for Wisconsin this year. He was never a receiving threat in his entire career. I believe he has five receiving touchdowns this year. I don't. I think that's more in his entire career before this year. He was not. He was not part of the passing game. So that's something they are trying to. You got to give credit to Wisconsin for doing that. They're not just sticking with this. We just run the ball. We pound it. No, they know they have to make adjustments. But I think you have to look at that Wisconsin defense. Their blueprint. They they have to stop J.K. Dobbins. So if you look at Garrett Rand and Isaiah Loudermilk in the middle, can they clog up the middle? It Wisconsin has talented linebackers. Right, you've got Chris Orr and Sanborn, Vaughn, those guys running around. You can clog up the middle, let Orr and Sanborn make plays, and shut down that run game, and now you're putting it on fields. If I'm Wisconsin, that's got to be the plan. You have to sell out against the run and then tell fields and those receivers, you are going to have to beat us. I think that's your only chance. Penn State saw what happens when you can't stop the run. That Ohio State in that game said, we're not even going to try to pass the ball. We're just going to take the ball, shove it down your throat. Once they saw they couldn't stop the run, that game was over. Wisconsin has to prove that they can shut down Dobbins. Fields with this huge brace he's got now, it seems to get bigger every single week. He's not as much of a running threat if he's as banged up as they are saying. we got to stop the run. Can they throw the ball? The receivers for Ohio State, they're better than they get credit for. The focus has been on Dobbins, but they have nice receivers. They got a freshman in Garrett Wilson who's been coming on. Mac is back from injury, so they do have receiving threats. But you, you have to sell out against the run and make Fields beat you in the air. And if he can, and if he does, you're Wisconsin. Okay, 
Ohio State's a better team. But it, if Dobbins is going for 200 yards, and then it's the game's over. And I agree when you when you take a look at what Jake uh, what Justin Fields has been doing lately, they haven't been asking him to do much. So you're absolutely correct in in what you're saying there with regards to force him to beat you. Can Justin Fields beat you with his arm? If he's limited in the rushing game, that takes away one of their major weapons in the running game. But you got to make him throw. Nobody, nobody has forced Justin Fields to put up more than 25 passes all season long, Kevin. Wow. All season long. Nobody has made him attempt greater than 25 passes. So he, he's really just kind of getting enough done so that you can't stack the box and focus on the running game. But uh, you have to stick to that. You have to stick to stacking the box, limiting their running game, limit Justin Fields, especially if he can't, if he can't run it like he has been all year. And he does look banged up. I agree with you, Kevin. He looks banged up. I'm He's sure. a tough kid. He's he impressed me kid. this year. He's impressed me a lot. He has impressed me a lot. But the, the one question mark that's left with him is can he beat you with his arm? And when he needs to make a big play with his arm, can he make it? And, uh, you know, people would point to he, he doesn't throw picks, which that's great. That's impressive. Dude, got 37 one, and one on the season is sick. One pick on the year, a lot of touchdowns. Uh, he's 68% passing. So it's odd to say you have to force this kid to beat you with his arm because those stats are out of this world. But you don't want to go up against that running attack. You can't let the running attack just get free yards. You can't beat him if they do. You've got to let this kid – got to try to force this kid to beat you. This is his first conference championship game. He's played in big games before – played in state championship games in Georgia. He's, you know, he he's played in huge games before. But this is, you know, this is a big one. This is for a championship. He wants the chips and the dip, you know. He's got like he's got to go get them. Get the chips. I want the chips and the dip. Whatever the heck that means. Um so that's that's the blueprint. Can they do it? Do they have the guys to do it? Wisconsin? Wisconsin. I don't think so. No, Utah. And so I wonder who else is showing up. In our next preview. I don't I – don't, I, they're not going to have the guys to do this. Six, I think I think Wisconsin is – 16 and a half points is huge. I, I think it will be a little closer than that. Wisconsin does have some nice players, and they'll be prepared. If, if they've put in some wrinkles that they've shown the last few weeks, I think there's a couple of things we haven't seen. Because I thought that was pretty cool when they've shown some different things that I will not be surprised if all of a sudden – you see a player too that has not shown up on film this entire season, and they're able to catch Ohio State off guard in this game. Wisconsin's been getting better. You look at their wins in November: Iowa, Nebraska, Purdue, Minnesota. They're averaging 36 points over 500 yards a game, so the offense has been producing in those games. But the talent is going to be too much to overcome for Wisconsin here. The Badgers have lost their last seven games against Ohio State. They haven't beaten them since 2010. Ohio State's a bad matchup for Wisconsin. It's a bad matchup for everybody. Are you talking about my guy, Nakia Watson, having a big game? Some wrinkles with Nakia Watson? Potentially. Next next up, the next up running back at Wisconsin. The, The problem that Wisconsin has with Ohio State is that speed. I know that Ohio State's a bad matchup for everybody, but Wisconsin is a physical team. They want to play you physical, and Ohio State is just 
too fast around the edges for Wisconsin to handle them. Too much talent at all levels. I've actually, I, I wrote down my score before I looked at the spread, and, you know, surprisingly enough, I actually have Ohio State exceeding that spread. I've got a final score of Ohio State 48, Wisconsin 23. Ooh, I've got 30-17, the Scarlet and Gray get the victory Saturday night. Ohio State will, they don't need to run up the score in this game. If they realize they can run the ball, I could see it being similar to Penn State. Let's run the ball, time of possession. Let's move on to the playoff. Let's not get anything crazy done with Fields. You're comfortable. If they have a huge lead like that, maybe Fields is sitting out the fourth quarter. It seems like Ohio State sat guys the fourth quarter the entire season, so that would be fitting if they did that in this game. But I, I agree with you. Ohio State wins. Early on, maybe Wisconsin can hang around, but I'd, I'd be shocked if Wisconsin won this game. Do you, do you want me to give a second score again? Yeah, how many scores do you want to give? <laughs> how many scores am I going to give this week? So uh, we both got them winning. We both got them winning big. I like Ohio State a little bit more. Again, my apologies to Paul Christ. I'm sure you are a very effervescent man. You have a sparkling personality. You're just not P.J. Fleck, and you don't have ryan day's team so my apologies paul i hope you burn me again because it'll be fun talking about who's in and who's out if you do uh that's all for tonight check us out on twitter at henny and patron you can listen and subscribe on itunes follow on spotify anchor stitch anywhere else you listen to this uh, podcast a special thanks to our brewery tonight voodoo brewery for their delicious killer pills i am dan patron he is Kevin Hennigan. Kevin Hennigan. And this is the two drink minimum. Cheers. Cheers.